Hello, hello, hello everyone. I hope you are well today. And for those of you that don't know me, my name is Annette Ferguson. I am CEO of Annette & Co UK-based accounting firm. I am a chartered accountant, certified profit-first professional and financial strategist. And we help business owners take home more money from their business for them and their families to enjoy. We do that both through accounting, profit first, finance support for business owners, as well as within our Business Wealth Academy, our flagship 12-month program for business owners who want a financial upgrade in their business. The topic for us today is sales targets versus serving. This is something that can be really difficult to get the balance in our business, particularly if our business is only us or if we have a not very big team, then how do we balance up growing that revenue, bringing in the sales with actually serving both our audience and serving our new customers, new clients that we are taking on board? And how do we actually manage to do that? So sales targets versus serving. It can be really, really tricky to balance those two because we all want to grow our businesses. We want to grow our revenue. We want to grow our bottom line. And we want to make sure that we are able to do that in our business and that we have time to do that set aside and that we are focusing on that. It's really important if we want to grow a business to have that as an area of focus. But the difficulty comes is that when we've done the selling and then we've got the people that have come in to our business, our customers, our clients, whatever, how do we make sure we're delivering to them at the highest possible level for us, onboarding them efficiently and getting the balance between those, those two, particularly if you have a small team or you, you are your business, if you have no team, this is incredibly challenging. And it can result in, um, in you feeling like you're just pulled in both directions. It can result in you feeling like you're not ever doing one well. And therefore, I want to look at a few things that you can do today to try and work out what you need to do there and work out where you might want to have your focus and how to balance these two things. So the first thing that I recommend that you look at and you study is the data around your customer lifetime value and what is called your churn rate. So you want to understand how long a customer typically stays with you, how long they are a customer for, the average amount that they spend over their lifetime with you, and what the, what the length of time basically is that you expect them to stay. Because if you may look at this data and actually when you do that, you might go, actually, I don't have any issues at all with onboarding and the delivery and that aspect of it. I don't lose clients near the beginning of the process. Actually, it may not be an issue for you at all. You might have got this already. This might not be an area that you need to worry about. So the first thing is looking at the data to see, okay, is this where it should be? You know, how long do people stay with me? What you want this number to come out to be will vary massively from industry to industry. For example, in my business, we are wanting our clients to stay with us for an absolute minimum of four years. That is our aim and our target. Minimum, minimum period, 
four years. And we are constantly monitoring that average length of time as a client to move us closer to that number because we need that's the number that we want to hit. So for your business, working out, okay, for some businesses, that answer will be two months and that will be a great result. For other businesses, seven years will be a great result. So understanding where that is with your business because that will help un you understand whether this onboarding and delivery is in the right place or whether it does need focus, okay? So that is step number one, reviewing the data around the churn and the lifetime value to assess if this is even a thing for you, because it may not be. It may be completely fine and you might have this sorted. So that is step number one, okay? Step number two is looking at your systems. Because if you, if you identify this and you think, actually, this is an issue for us, step number two is identifying your systems and looking to make sure that where things are can be systemized, documented, turned into checklists, automated, they are that is done. So are you having to reinvent the wheel each time a particular type of customer or client comes on board with you? Are you finding that there's stuff that you do that's similar or the same every time someone comes on board that you can maybe automate a part of it? I'm not saying to take out all human interaction, but maybe automate a little bit of it to make your life easier. Can you get people filling in questionnaires if you're constantly asking the same question? What does that look like in terms of the systems that you can put in place and any automation you can put in place to sort out the onboarding and delivery, initial delivery side of things so that you can have a great experience for people so that they stay longer with you and you're not doing the sale, bringing them on and then they're falling away again, okay? So what can you look at in that system in order to get things to where you want them to get to, okay? When you do that and you sort out that serving side of things through the systemization of it, that will free up some of your time as well to bring more people on and you won't have you won't be having to spend so much time serving but you'll have the serving nailed it will mean that every time somebody comes on board they have a there's a system that they go through that works and gets them the results that they're there to get okay so that's number 2 number 3 asking for help if you're finding that it's incredibly challenging for you to balance those sales and the serving then you need help in one or both of those areas. Now, of course, you need to make sure that you can layer that into your profit plan and that works for you. But what you want to do is you need to make sure basically that the business can afford support. So you need to be reviewing your profit plan to do that. But you potentially do need to ask for help, bring on team. Whether that is somebody on the sales side to sell, or that is somebody on the serving side to support with delivery. And that can be a VA or it could be something that is specific to your industry. Then getting help in place can be really important when you're trying to balance these two things at the same time. Because the thing is that both of these are so important in our business that we don't want one to fall away. So if we are really cannot cope with both ourselves, we need support on one or both sides to help do that. And as we're bringing on team members, we should remember that we are aiming 
for them to have a bottom line positive impact. That means that they need to deliver more in revenue essentially than they cost in their salaries. So if it's on the sales side, you would have targets set up for that. And if it's on the serving side, you also have targets set up for that. So somebody who's on the serving side can have the tar target of increasing the lifetime value of a customer, increasing the length of time they stay. They can have the target of also um, bringing in referrals from current customers. So making sure that you think about those things as you're bringing on help and support and layering those into the roles as well. So that is number three, asking for help, asking for support on one or both sides so that you can have those sides balanced with each other. Number four, always add value at every single stage, at every single place. During the sales cycle, during the serving cycle, always come to it with a mindset of adding value, of serving overall on either side and making sure that you are layering that into your processes, your systems, your mindset and your team's mindset. In everything that you do, adding value is going to help with you balancing these two things off against each other. If you're always adding value on both sides. And number five, defining a schedule and sticking to it. If you are doing both these roles in your business, you need to work out how you can balance your time to do both effectively. And that means once you've done all the rest of the steps, it means going into your diary and blocking out the time that you're going to be selling, the time that you're going to be serving, and making sure you stick to that appointment with yourself in the same way that you would stick to an appointment with anyone else. Making sure that that time is non-negotiable, that that is what you're doing in those time slots, because these are the important things to move your business forward. These are the things that you therefore need to focus on if you have decided that this is a focus area for you. Okay, so it's not easy. I'm not saying that it's simple to balance the sales and balance the service. It is not. But if you come to both with an overall view of service, with that as top of mind, with adding value as top of mind, that is going to help the entire process. What we don't want to happen is that we bring people on board in our business, we bring clients and customers on board, and then they feel like they've just dropped away in a system. They've just dropped away and actually only people in the business only cared about the sales. So even when you're bringing on people in your sales team to support with the sales in your business, making sure that those people are involved in some of the onboarding, are involved in helping and supporting clients go, going forward as well. Now, that's not going to be a main focus of their role, but making sure that when people come on board with you, they don't feel like they've been sold to and dropped by the person that they relationship built with. So making sure that that all works it, as part of your system is going to be really important as well. And systems is actually one of the things that I am doing, producing a lot of content for, for the Business Wealth Academy at the moment. That is my focus for this month, is, uh, is systemization and supporting our members inside there, inside our program, to get their systems, their systems in their business 
working for them and mapping those out with them. So incidentally, if the Business Wealth Academy is something that may interest you, then do drop either myself or one of my team a DM and we can chat more about that. So so I hope that that has helped today in thinking about sales targets and serving, thinking about how you can balance those two things together. I'm not saying that it's simple. It's a constant learning curve and it's a constant tweaking and adjusting of those two things in your business as you grow, as you scale, as you move to the next level. Both areas will need to be tweaked, but this is an important area of focus all the same. And it's important to get systems and processes in place around them so that you can scale, so that you can reach those targets so that you can achieve that financial freedom that you want as well. So thank you everyone for tuning in. Thank you for joining me. I hope that you have enjoyed today's training Tuesday. Some things for you to go away, to implement, to work on in your business. So I hope that you you take some time to go and do that, to look into those sides, to work out if this is an area that you do need some more focus on in your business. I appreciate you tuning in today and I am signing off, but uh, it has been lovely to see you today. I appreciate it and I will speak to you all really soon. Take care, everyone. So I hope that you enjoyed this episode. If you do like what I share, please do come and subscribe to the podcast, perhaps even leave a review so that other people can find this podcast as well and benefit from everything that I am sharing. Also, if you enjoyed, I would love if you want to take a screenshot of this episode, share it out onto your social media platforms. If you do, please, please do tag me. I am Annette underscore Fergs on both Twitter and Instagram. So if you tag me, I can come along, give you a follow, give you a like and some love over there as well. Until next time.